Okay, so it's been quite a few months since our last episode. Two whole months. Two uh, whole months. A few things happened. Uh, Mostly. Quite a few things. That. Yeah. There's some, there's some tungsten on my finger right there. Anybody who can't see, Peyton is wearing a wedding ring. Congratulations <laughs> to Peyton. Oh, I got married. Oh, shit. Oh, God. And guess what changed? Well, nothing. nothing. <laughs> Your wife's last name. That's pretty much all that changed. <laughs> That's what happens when you live together for like three years before. Ah, you so. know, you guys, you guys did okay. Yeah, it was a beautiful wedding. I was there. Yeah, it was fun. I don't remember shit. <laughs> That's hey, the fun part. If you yeah. can't remember your wedding, you didn't wedding properly. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember Amanda, Amanda walking around to all my relatives and be like, "We have the same last name." <laughs> Mostly my dad. That's funny. And my dad makes fun of her on a daily basis about it. Every time he sees her, he just goes up to her and he's like, we have the same last name. So, yeah. That's exciting. Hello, all the patrons of the Barstool Coaches Bar. As you all know, we are the Barstool Coaches. I'm Hayden. I'm Shaka Zulu, Zombo Warrior Supreme. <laughs> That's okay. Um and uh, you guys are the patrons in our bar. That's the that's the expectation I'm setting for the rest of these podcasts, by the way. So as you listen, know that you are patrons in the lovely bar that we are in. So uh, can I be the, the bartender from, or the bar owner from Boondock Saints? You can be whatever bar owner you want to be. The Tourette's ridden guy that just spews foul <laughs> language? Penny, the, penny any chance we're throwing the bush in it. Fuck. <laughs> Gets his idioms wrong. Oh man, uh, Boston. I watched. Uh, I watched Moon Dogs yesterday. It's a good movie, man. It's a good movie. It takes place in Boston. I don't think there's anything going on in Boston for sports though, so I can't really segue easily with that. Can tell you where there's something going on a lot with sports though. All over. All over. Yeah. And we have lots and lots of things to talk about today. Yeah, because it's been so long. It so. Is. Um, first big story that we wanted to cover today. Of course, um, baseball. Baseball is <laughs> yeah. going through quite a bit right now. Um, kind of a big story. Kind yeah. of a big story. And it'd be easy to start with the World Series win, but what we want to draw attention to is that we haven't actually reported on sports since the death of ace pitcher Jose Fernandez of the... Florida Marlins. Yeah, was he Florida Marlins? Uh, Miami. Miami Marlins now. Yeah, yeah they specified Marlins, yeah. now. I'm about to say it's the Miami Marlins. There. So, um, moment of silence for Jose Fernandez. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I actually, uh, we both have something we want to say about Jose Fernandez, and mine is a little lengthy. I'm not even a baseball fan, but this, well, I wasn't a baseball fan until I bandwagoned after the World Series. Because that game was fucking amazing. Oh, that game was amazing. God, so good. Um, but I'm going to let Peyton go first, because mine's a little longer. It's a cool story that I found on Reddit. Okay. So, so okay. So, ace pitcher Jose Fernandez died in a boating accident, uh, was it about a month ago? Yeah, uh, about three four a.m. in Miami. He was out with some friends. Um, he was supposed to pitch that morning, but his start got moved back a game. If his start doesn't get moved back, he's not. There's no way he's on that boat at four a.m., which is an interesting thing to me. So his start gets moved back back a game. He's on that boat. The boat crashes into a like sandbar, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, and flips, and the, all three passengers are killed. Well, um, a week ago, the toxicology report comes back on Jose Fernandez, alcohol and cocaine in his system. And everyone used that 
as a reason to hate him and be okay with his death. Why? I don't know. I, Just because he had cocaine in his system, apparently he's a horrible person. Which, to me, that's, that's ridiculous. Like, yeah, everybody's got their vices. You know, and I understand, you know, like, oh, these guys are supposed to be these big role models. Right. You know, but like, and like, you're never going to hear me say, oh, well, it's not a big deal that they were doing. Because no, it, I mean, if, if he's doing cocaine, like, obviously no one should be doing cocaine. Right. It's just like a horrible thing. But it's all these people who are going to take that as, oh, well, he was clearly like a horrible person because it, no. You know, like, absolutely not. Like, he made a stupid decision. And right. What people aren't looking for, looking at was, he's Cuban. He's from Cuba. He came to the States. He escaped from Cuba, came to the States when he was 15, and he was exercising the freedom that he came here for. Exactly. Which was, I mean, you know, he was doing it illegally, but he was free to consume in cocaine. He was 24 years old. 23 24. even. 23 Was he 23? He was one of those two. He was um, young. He was a he was a, he was he was a really young guy, which is outstanding because being that young and being such a top tier pitcher in the majors is pretty pretty uh, rare. Oh yeah, and the dude was just an A one baseball player. I mean, we've yeah. all seen the GIF, right? Yeah, we, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> it's it's when it's just amazing. It's it's the one I'm talking about for anybody who hasn't seen it. I'll be posting it to the Facebook later. Um, they were playing against was it Colorado? Yeah, actually, I'm looking at the gift right yeah, now. They're playing against Colorado, and pop fly, or not even a pop fly, just a line. Line drive straight to him. A line drive straight to him. And he just reaches up casually, just with all the style in the world, and <laughs> grabs the ball out of midair as it flies by him. Now, this guy's not even out of the hitter's box. Like, he's not even out of the hitter's <laughs> he's box. He's still holding on to his bat. He's still got his bat, has to throw it down, and he just, it's just the crazy, like, Fernandez grabs it and just walks off the mound, and it cuts to the dude, and he goes, did you just catch that? Fernandez just smiling and laughing. <laughs> just smiling and laughing. And it's just, we've all seen that gif. You don't even have to watch baseball to know that that's insane. That doesn't happen. You know, right. like, But accounts of, from people in Miami are all saying, like, he was he was a great guy. Yeah, like you just, can tell by looking he at was him. he was like the dream for most people that uh, populate that city. Yeah. A Cuban, a Cuban come to America, and he lives the American dream and plays a professional sport and makes millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. He was uh, the kind of the role model of most Cubans that come to the states. And it's just it it, it breaks and, but, my heart that I mean those toxicology pe- pe- people people are gonna exactly like people are gonna think of him negatively now when really it's not that big of a deal it's not gonna change the fact that he died right and, and it's not gonna change the fact that like yeah we can all sit back and be like oh well he he did cocaine once as far as we know and it's like he may have done it more than that but you know what I know more about Jose Fernandez that I can't see that gif without laughing or smiling. I also know that anytime I ever saw the Miami Marlins on TV, which was a lot because I used to live in pretty close proximity to Miami, right? that dude was just on fire every yeah. time. He was just incredible to watch. And this is a sport that I only recently started getting any kind of inkling of curiosity and interest in. So it's for him to make me interested in a sport that I knew nothing about is just... I don't know. I want to remember him that way. I want to remember him. I want to remember him from that gif. Just the picture of confidence and just swagger that we all wish we could have. I'm sorry, my dog is laying on the couch watching us. He's pretty adorable. Yeah, he's just like staring off. Okay, anyway. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. Um, I um, 
if you're done with that rant, I have that yeah, story I want to yeah. tell. So this is from a Reddit user, uh, user Backpacking123. This is a story. So Backpacking123, by the off chance, if you ever hear this, thank you for your beautiful story because I have related to several people because it's just really, really awesome to me. Is this um, on the MLB subreddit? No, this is actually on our sports. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, Fair commented actually on, the, on that gif, that gif that I was just talking about. It's been posted a million times, but the last time it was posted, this guy put this, this comment. Um... I'm going to read it verbatim, so no, this isn't me talking. It's whoever backpacking one, two, three is. I tell this story every chance I get, and I That's think me. that this is a good place to tell it again. I hope I'm not too late to the party. I played on a travel baseball team in high school, and during a tournament one fall in Jupiter, Florida, I had the chance to play against Jose. To set the stage, my team was pretty good. We had six guys on our team that had signed scholarships to play D1 baseball, and two of the guys on my team are currently in the big leagues, Trevor Story being one who had a stellar rookie campaign with the Rockies before getting hurt earlier this year. So given the talent we had on our team, we thought we were pretty good. Going into the game, I am going to describe none of us had any idea who we were facing. So as game time draws closer, the scouts begin to fill up the stadium to the point that they are lined from foul pole to foul pole, about five guys deep the entire way around. There wasn't a person in that place that wasn't coming to watch our game, and at the time, thinking we were the best team around, we thought those scouts were there for us. Boy, were we wrong. About five minutes before game time, the place is absolutely packed, and you can hear the buzz among everyone in the crowd. Due to how the field we were playing was at was set up, all the bullpens were on the same side of the field. Because of this, Jose had to warm up on our side of the field and therefore had to walk by our dugout to get back to his own. So game time is drawing near, and we see a really big Cuban guy walking by our dugout, taking his, talking to his catcher in Spanish. We don't think much of it, but then he stops in front of our dugout, smiles, points uh, point out to the crowd before pointing to his own chest and says, you see those scouts? They're here for me. So of course we all laugh, like, who is this guy? We start joking amongst ourselves that this guy must be clueless, what a tool, etc., etc. We were the visitors, so we were hitting first, and we see Jose take the mound. We were giving him hell about it, and then first pitch. 97 mile per hour fastball for strike one, 98 for strike two, 98 again for strike three. Our leadoff hitter never even took the bat off his shoulder. After the strikeout, as he walked around waiting for the ball back from his infielders, he looked into our dugout and gave that same face as you see in the gif above. He proceeded to pitch like that the rest of the game, and we didn't have much to say about it. Much to say after that, he struck me out twice and broke my bat. I never stood a chance. Rest in peace, Jose Fernandez. And that's how I want to remember that guy. <laughs> you know, like I read that story and I'm like, I don't, I don't care. Like the dude was about to have a kid and he was just this fun loving baseball player. That's how I want to remember Jose Fernandez. I'm not even that big of a baseball fan and I have feelings about this. <laughs> feelings meter at a 9.5. It's, uh, hard, it's hard to not have feelings about a, such a polarizing person in the world of sports. Oh God, I know. So moving on, sir. Cubs have won the World Series for the first time since the Ottoman Empire fell. Oh, yeah, some scrubs. We're going to talk about those scrubs. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about those scrubs. I'm a Cubs fan now. Oh, We're God. all Cubs fans now, God except for White Sox fans. Today's podcast is brought to you by the word fugue. That's spelled F-U-G-U-E. The word fugue is a form of psychosis where you travel a long distance all right. and don't know how you got there. Right. So if all you right. woke up on Thursday morning as a Cubs fan and don't know how you got there... <laughs> You've experienced fugue. I don't think you realize Cubs fans still haven't woken up. <laughs> God. There was a parade today. They were all dead. <laughs> last one. Rest in peace, half of Chicago. The other half is like, ah, the White Sox, blah, blah, blah. Um, speaking of Sox teams, Theo Epstein has been hired in an off-season television gig where he rids Eastern Europe of ghosts and black magic. After he proved 
with the Red Sox and the Cubs, there's no curse he can't break. Touche. Some people say that Bill Murray is still crying happy tears. I'm sure he still is. And oh. I'm sure he's selling up. He's still showing up at random events. And nobody tells him anything because he's Bill fucking Murray. God, I wish, I wish I could just show up anywhere and people were happy to see me. Did you see what he did no, with his didn't. Game 6 tickets? What did he do? He gave away, he has like four. He gave away two of them to like just a random person. He was like, yeah, you're sitting next to me. So, That's amazing. Yeah. Why is he so cool, man? Because <laughs> he's Bill Murray. And like there's all these pictures of him just celebrating and crying after the, after the Cubs won. And I'm like, man, this is clearly a, a sport I need to get into. But okay, after Game 6, there was a... Uh, a reporter for ESPN, she's a Cubs fan, that was on uh, today. And I'm not going to name drop people here other than celebrities. Yeah, you know. Um, she was talking about how uh, after game six, they were all in a bar and Bill Murray was gone, like wasted. And as he was getting up to leave, Eddie Vedder puts the Ghostbusters theme song on the jukebox and <laughs> Bill just starts jamming. That's amazing. <laughs> you ever hear the story about how him and Tom Hanks were hanging out one night? No. And they found some guy passed out drunk and they took pictures with his phone. <laughs> he woke up the next morning, saw, pictures saw of himself passed out with Tom Hanks and Bill Murray. <laughs> I saw that. Uh, I do remember that now. That's um, funny. You know who else is going to be crying happy tears? Dwayne Wade. So Dwayne Wade uh, yeah. and LeBron James had a bet on the World Series. <laughs> LeBron James lost, of course. LeBron James being a Cleveland Indians fan, as you would imagine. Uh, LeBron now has to don. No, he's not. F- huh? LeBron's a New York Yankees fan. Yeah, oh yeah, you're right. He was just happy for the city of Cleveland, apparently. Oh, well. What <laughs> <gonna>, a bandwagoner. <laughs> they showed him. That's saw a picture of him the next day wearing a Yankees hat, and he was like, I don't know what y'all talking about. I'm a Yankees fan. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bandwagoner. Uh, he led Cleveland on their first sports what championship. And what y'all mean? Lost a 3-1 and lead. Yeah, Warriors did that. <laughs> Good. Uh, but LeBron now has to don a full Cubs kit before his game against the Bulls at home, which is hysterical. Yeah, it is. Oh, man. I want to see him, like, warm up in it. I want to see him play in it. <laughs> <laughs> I know the, the NBA would not have that, but I want to see him play in a full Cubs kit. I kind of want to see that, too, now. God. But I know he'd rip the sleeves off. Every time they wear those, every time the Cavs wear those sleeve jerseys, he, like, rips the seams. God, it's because he's huge. Well, is is that, and every every time he wears them, he has trouble shooting. I think it's because they, they're tight and they constrain because he's so big. Yeah, cause he's so amazing. he rips the sleeves off, and he's just like, all right, not good. If anybody knows what LeBron does to get sleeve, to get shoulders and arms that big, let me know. I don't want to play basketball, though. I'm five foot nothing. <laughs> I'm a tiny, tiny man. So. I'm not a tiny, tiny man. I need shoulders like that, and I need to get in the NBA. Oh, dude, you know what we can do? What? I can sit on your shoulders, and we can put on a really big jersey, <laughs> and we can be giant man. We'll be the second tallest player behind Shaq to ever play football, play basketball. Still, still shorter. We'd be eleven feet tall. Damn. We'd be eleven foot three. Damn. And still shorter. Do you guys know Not that really, giraffes can grow to be about fourteen and a half feet tall? I didn't probably know that, tall, but I do now. Probably taller than that, to be honest with you, and that's almost as tall as Shaq. I say that every time I ride the safaris ride at Disney World, and it always makes the driver laugh. Which safaris ride? The one in Animal Kingdom? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, the safaris ride. The one yeah. you're thinking of is Jungle, Jungle Cruise. Cruise. That's my favorite ride. Not, really, not my favorite ride, but it's awesome <laughs> because the people on her are always funny as hell. <laughs> the girl we had this uh, on our honeymoon was like really self-deprecating and talking about how she can't get, keep a boyfriend. Aw, that's okay. was funny. I'll be your boyfriend. <laughs> if you're listening and you've ever worked on the Jungle Cruise, I'll be your boyfriend. So, I have an interesting story about Magic Kingdom. We stayed for the uh, late park hours. Right. And uh, after the fireworks at Magic Kingdom, roughly 10, 15-ish, we look at the Disney app, and uh, 
it shows all the times and stuff for every ride. Yeah. And we saw Splash Mountain, five minutes. Yeah, you did. So we're sitting in the, uh, we're like walking, we're in Liberty Square in Magic Kingdom, and we're walking to it, and we hear this kid go, hey, mom, the line at Splash Mountain's only five minutes, and everyone starts like quick walking and then running and there was a stampede to splash mountain of course there was <laughs> so we get in line that five minute wait turns into a 45 minute wait of course it did that's how it always happens that's why you gotta be quiet but uh anybody know. also the line for space mountain was 115 minutes the entire week yeah space mountains uh space mountain's been open for 20 years and it's still that popular you know what else has been open for 20 years what not the Seahawks. If you're a Seahawks fan and you're under the and you're over the age of 23, you're lying. My mom and dad. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Peyton's parents. You guys aren't lying. You guys are legit. My mom. Uh, my mom's been a fan since Largent. Oh, okay. Apparently, That's good. So, I was just going off the. Uh, <laughs> she just didn't talk about the Seahawks till they started being good. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I don't think anybody talked about the Saints till they started being good. That's a good point. If you're a Saints fan, how you feel? We've always been good. Not really. We were horrible before Banning showed up. Ah, uh, yes. We're going right back down the shitter. You mean the Indianapolis Colts? Yeah. Wasting Andrew Luck. Yeah. Andrew Luck, who looks like a Civil War general. Let's, it's the best meme ever. That's my favorite meme. <laughs> I'll also post that one. I'll post the... Uh, I'm going to post the LeBron gif. Oh, not the LeBron gif. I'm going to post the Jose Fernandez gif, and I'm also going to post... We're going to post the weekly uh, the weekly General Luck uh, correspondence. Uh, yes. That's gonna Yeah, that's going up weekly. Look for that after the Colts game. Like about a half hour after the Colts game on Sundays, those are usually up. So <laughs> I'll share it. Those are going straight back into the Facebook. If you're friends with me on Facebook or Peyton, which you probably are. It's possible. Very possible if you listen to this, that you're friends with us on Facebook. Yeah. But yeah, um, some fairly big news, I guess. Uh, we do have a website now, barstoolcoaches.com, with not a whole lot of stuff there. I wrote one article, but we're going to start writing more. Yeah, we're going to look for, look for an yeah. article from me at least every other week. Yeah, I'm gonna try and fill in the week that he doesn't. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, Mine's mostly gonna be football. If you want to turn, if you want to turn articles into me, I'll read over them and say that I wrote them. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we do have some people that are gonna like some people we've already, or at least I've already talked to that we're gonna, uh, they're gonna, we're gonna do some local sports articles from them and uh, proofread and post those as well. Yeah, excited to announce. Um, Jimmy Graham will be stopping by and doing a podcast with us, uh, talking about his time as a football. I mean, as a basketball player. Uh, okay. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, I don't know what the hell I talked to Jimmy Graham about. Honestly, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I have any any like equal. I don't think I have any equal ground with anybody in sports except for like. Honestly, I don't think we'd be able to Richard keep my Sherman. mom away from him. <laughs> Dude, I could talk to Richard Sherman for the longest time. Richard Sherman showed up to a press conference earlier in the week dressed in Harry Potter gear and told the reporters, oh, I'm definitely a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> How cool can Richard Sherman be, man? And he's so he's so like intelligent too. It's really yeah. funny when you think about Richard Sherman and how well spoken he is, as opposed to so many other football players. Oh, I mean, he did go to Stanford. He did, and he and played. He, he got he had like a three point eight at Stanford. Oh yeah, the dude's a genius. And it's yeah. funny. It's funny that he does all these wacky things because you think of Richard Sherman and the the picture of him. The picture of him in. The Harry Potter gear at this press conference is my favorite. He looked so giddy. There's no other way to put it. He just looked so pleased with himself and pleased with life. Do you know about his upbringing? I do not. To this day, his dad is still a garbage truck driver. That's fantastic. To this day, still does it. And uh, you know where he was raised? 
Where's that? Compton. That's fantastic. So I to go from that. Compton to Stanford to a Super Bowl, Super Bowl winning Pro Bowler is insane. Football game, football game, Kendrick Lamar, as well as a, uh, as well as a NFL PA board member. Yeah, I could, I couldn't sit down and talk to Andrew Luck. Like I'd love to hear what he had to say, except I don't want to hear him talk with this pituitary problem that he has. <laughs> he sounds like he has a frog in his throat all the time. Man. I would love to talk to Andrew Luck, but fear the neared. Just to just to hear what he has to say, not actually hear him. You know, um, I love him though. I'm looking at the picture of Richard Sherman and, and Wizard get up right now, and it turns up he's a Voldemort. I mean, he, wow, Voldemort. He's a Voldemort. <laughs> he is a Gryffindor. This I did uh, not know. Yeah, I did. I mean, and it makes sense though, because I guess the Gryffindors are the jocks of the Wizard community. True, but you know, and he's he's got the Elder One too, which is making me laugh. I don't even understand, man. I just <laughs> if there was I any. Mean, I'd, I'd, Gryffindor is also the courageous one, and you got to be pretty courageous to yell at Aaron Andrews about how sorry of a receiver Michael Crabtree is. <laughs> so, yeah, fair enough. Oh, fair enough. I have my. I think I have Crabtree on my fantasy team, and he's not doing that bad for me. No, he's doing great. He yeah. just, yeah, he does score. I get that. Um, we'll get on. I have Derek Carr, so I can. I, I can. I can definitely say Crabtree does do well. Yeah, you know, Derek Carr is insane. Him and Matt Ryan are like the huge contenders in the MVP race, if you ask me. Derek Carr broke a record this week. He joined at like an like an elite club of some sort, and I can't remember what it was. And I'll look it up as we go on. Yards, yards. Yeah, he threw for like five hundred and twenty-one oh, yards yeah, last week. Five hundred plus yards. Yeah, he's one of he's one of like like ten. No, there's, there's less not than even that, that many. There's, I think there's like five. I think there's like three or five. But you know what's he, funny? He's like the third or the fifth. What's that? Somebody did it twice. Who's that? I think I, I think only one person did it twice. I'm, I might have to be fact checked on this. Matt Schaub, Ooh. pretty sure threw for 500 yards twice. Let's take a look. Matt okay, Schaub. I need to take Bear out real quick. Um, uh, if you want to talk hockey while I'm out, I'm actually going to talk. I'm going to talk a little bit of hockey. Um, but what I'm mostly going to talk is I want to do a new segment. So I'm kind of segmentizing the show a little bit. We usually kind of rant or we go you know by sports. But what I want to do now. So we do like a big news segment, which we've just done, where we talked about the Cubs and Jose Fernandez, um, make some jokes. I want to do a power ranking segment as well, where we're pretty much going to try to start doing this weekly again. And now that Peyton's wedding is over and I have returned to just being a dude who works all the time, um, we should be able just to get this going again weekly. So I'm going to talk about power rankings by sport, but the, I'm really going to do the four big sports that I follow. I'm going to do... Football. I'm gonna do hockey. I'm gonna do basketball, and I'm gonna do soccer. Of course, there are so many leagues in soccer. I'm just gonna focus on my favorite league, which is the UEFA Champions League. But if anybody wants to leave any feedback as to any other sports they want me to follow the power rankings for, absolutely let me know. Um, that being said, I'm not gonna list all the power rankings because, of course, as we know, there are 453 Champions League teams. If you didn't know that, you were a bad soccer fan. I'm kidding, and I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here and list all. 32 NFL team. I'm just not going to do that. Um, so, power rankings. Uh, NFL is in week nine right now, and the top three teams are the Patriots, the Cowboys, and the Broncos, with the bottom three being the Jaguars, the 49ers, and the Browns. The Colts. No, no the Colts aren't quite not Jaguars. Jaguars, who you want to talk about, you want to talk about a QB who's being wasted? Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. Actually, Blake Bortles was terrible this season. Man, I had so many hopes for Blake Bortles because I thought he was going to. I made a joke about Blake Bortles when he was drafted because he played in Florida. Um, 
And I was, I was like, oh, man, he's sitting there. He's like, oh, boy, you get to go anywhere in the United States, I please. No more Florida for me. The Jacksonville Jaguars have selected Blake Bortles. God damn it. So womp womp. Um, yeah, the Gus Florida- Bus is on fire. <laughs> Gus Bradley is a horrible head coach. For, yeah, and it's, it's, but I can't talk. It's interesting. It's interesting that a team like the 49ers, who so recently was in the was in the Super Bowl, is so close to the bottom. Um, NHL is coming. Well, yeah, they had a complete roster turnaround. Yeah, they did. Everyone retired. or got traded, and then what you gonna do with Jim Thompson as your head coach? God. <laughs> yeah, I lost Harbaugh. Harbaugh kicking some ass. Yeah, they're undefeated. Yeah, dude. Michigan looks good. Dude, Big Ten looks good. We're gonna talk about that a little later though. Um, NHL Week Four. The top three are the Montreal Canadiens, the New York Rangers, Wayne Gretzky's former team, still going strong, and the Washington Capitals are all at the top. I thought I thought Gretzky was like a big Oilers. No, uh, he played for the Oilers. Be- he played for the Oilers before he went to the NHL, um, and he was with the Oilers. Or he was with the Oilers for a little while while he was in the NHL. I don't know. Somebody's gonna fact check me on that. Please do. Yeah, um, I thought that was his big. Uh, well, that was his bit, but he played. He played with the Rangers for the longest amount of time. Oh, okay. Uh, he actually just recently bought. He bought a part of the Houston Oilers, which is cool. Um, and the bottom three are the Winnipeg Jets, the Carolina Hurricanes, and the Arizona Coyotes. I guess when you live in the driest, most hell-ridden state in the entire United States, not that Arizona isn't beautiful in its own right, I guess when you live in the desert, hockey is just not going to be your thing. Yeah, probably um, not. NBA is in week two. The Especially Kings. since it's primarily Canadians. They play it. I'm oh, yeah. pretty sure Canadians aren't going to want to go to Arizona and okay. play. Dude, I, no. You know what? I talked to a Canadian. I talked to some of my Canadian friends, and they would love to escape the cold. Mm. Although that's some of my Canadian friends. Now, most of my Canadian friends. You're generalizing. You're generalizing. God damn, I am. <laughs> no. Now, some of my Canadian friends. Most of my Canadian friends are. Um. They they like the cold. I don't like the cold. I've never even been in the real cold. Um, the NBA is in week two. You were looking at the Cleveland Cavaliers, San Antonio Spurs, and Golden State Warriors as the top three. With the Phoenix Suns, Orlando Magic, and Philadelphia 76ers at the bottom. Kind of breaks my heart a little bit to see the Orlando Magic so close to the bottom just because I did live in Orlando for a little while, but I didn't care about basketball then, and I almost don't care about basketball now. I do care about basketball now. I like basketball. Yeah. Um, I just need to follow better but and as far as the UEFA Champions League goes I'm not going to name the bottom three teams because no one's ever going to have heard of any of them but Real Madrid at number one my favorite team Bayern München at number two and Barcelona at number three so take that as you will those are the power rankings for the big four like I said if you would like me to go over any other sports we don't really like to put a time limit on these things just let me know I will name I will name the if enough people really want me to, I will name the power rankings for every sport there is. I would tell you who the best golfer in the world is as of this week. I don't even know what the deal is with golf. Except, here's a fun golf story. I saw a video, and I don't know if it was recent or not. I saw a golf video where two Australians posed as golf players in the North Korean Open. Hmm. And proceeded to play some golf. Hmm. The beautiful thing is that they weren't executed. However, I don't know what ever happened to that girl who came in last place. More on that later. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, talking about some hockey. 
Toronto Maple Leafs had a historic opener in this season. Toronto Maple Leafs sitting in the middle of the board roundabout. They're doing not so bad. Um, had a historic opener this year when the their new center, Austin Matthews, who was number one overall in the draft, made a beautiful, beautiful debut. He scored all four of the game of the game's goals, or all, all four of the team's goals in their uh, their fall to the Ottawa Senators. They lost five four, but Matthews is only the twelfth player drafted first overall to have scored a goal in his first game. Um, to give you an idea, Wayne Gretzky. It took him. He didn't score his first goal for like a couple months. It was really? a little while. Yeah. I mean, he, now you got to realize that was in the NHL. Right. So he played for he played for a completely different league before the NHL was even formed. And he went over to the NHL and it took him a few games in the NHL to score his first goal. Mm. So that's kind of a that's kind of a clickbaity kind of way to look at this kind of data, but still cool. Um, he then went on to score a hat trick, three points in one game. He was only he's only one of five players ever in NHL history to score a hat trick in his first game. Yeah, um, he got four goals in his first game. I thought. Oh, sir. He was the first player in history after that hat trick to score a, fir- a fourth goal in his first game. Okay, I'm just saying it's not only is he the fifth player ever to score a hat trick in his first game, he's the first to score four goals in a single game in his opener. Um, he went on to tell reporters afterwards, "Wow, I hope it did okay." Hmm? He went on oh. to tell, <laughs> which I think is funny. Um, Peyton, you're a Penguins fan. <clears throat> Everyone's hurt, apparently. Huh? Everyone's hurt, apparently. Everyone's hurt. They're not doing too well. That's all I know. Nah, they, I think if people are coming back. I think they're going to pick it up. Um, Tampa Bay's looking hot, though, dude. Tampa Bay's looking great. See, hockey is uh, out, out of my... Uh... They're number seven right now. Tampa Bay is number seven. Shout out to my boy Andy over at YouTube.com slash Complicated Films. My boy Andy work. He, work, he works for them, and he posted a video not that mm. long ago. He played some Coheed at the game, and I thought it was pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah, I... um. Try to, I'll, Andy. From now on, I'm gonna I'm gonna tag you in this, and you're you're gonna hear it. Be like, hey, that's me. Um, I'm from now on gonna watch the games and try to pick out the songs that you picked, <laughs> just to let you know. Um, no, I mentioned the Penguins because this is this is about a month old now. This news is a little bit old, but they were on the market to be sold, and they are no longer on the market to be sold. So they're not going anywhere. Okay, so they didn't get sold. They did not. Okay, cool. Yeah, Good. they're still they're still where they were. I don't know if they if they. Get you know sent here. That'd be pretty cool with that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'd be like, oh, okay, New Orleans Penguins. I don't know Penguins. if they, I don't know if they, yeah, the New Orleans Penguins. The New Orleans Penguins. There are so many Penguins in New Orleans. If anybody <laughs> listening, I mean, how many are there in Pittsburgh though? Well, I don't know how many players <laughs> are on a hockey team. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you how many players there are on a hockey team. Uh. 20. So there are 20 Penguins in Philadelphia. Pittsburgh. Yeah, that too. <laughs> well, they do have the Flyers. So, yeah, we're yep. both right. Well, well I, like when, wrong. I, like when I, I like when I say the wrong words. <laughs> and I can't think of a clever reason as to why I said the wrong words. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, moving on. Um, more hockey? No, I'm... I'm <sighs> what? I can contribute. Yay! We are going to move on to college football. College football right now is interesting, to say it, the least. It's, uh, the whole top 25 got turned upside down. Yeah, they did. Everyone um, everyone was like so hyped on a few teams coming into the uh, season, and then they're not, none of them are even in the top 25 anymore. No, they're not. Ole Miss, out of it. Georgia, out of it. Um, 
some big things happened in college football, though. Namely, the sacking of Les Miles. Eh, I don't know if that's really that big. Eh. It's pretty big. No, it really is pretty big. You think? Because I mean, it opens up an interesting job. It opens up a very interesting job. And Coach O right now. I don't think he's getting. You don't think? No, I think he's gonna. If he beats Alabama tomorrow, because mm. college football is a coach. Stretch. College football is a coach's game. College football is absolutely a coach's game. I mean, you like well, yeah. it's. There's a lot of pressure on those players to be good. But, but a lot of it, a lot of the coach's job is recruitment too. And none of those guys are Coach O's recruits. They're not Coach O's recruits, but if he could take that team and he can beat Alabama tomorrow, tomorrow was the first time in a long time that we have like a, an actual, actual clear shot at beating Alabama. This is going to be a game, dude. This is going to be yeah. a massive game. Um, I mean, our defense is not typical Tiger defense, but neither is Alabama. The whole SEC just oh, looks shit. Have you seen Alabama's defense play? Oh yeah, I've seen they're, Alabama's defense play. Crazy. Other than Ole Miss, they, their they offense, their their offense apart. isn't that aggressive right now. No, I mean you have a young freshman, like a true freshman quarterback. It's a little hard to be aggressive whenever you have him. Um, I mean he's good and all, but still, you you don't put too much in the hands of a, a true freshman. Right. Um, same thing with their running back. The whole offense is really young. Right, and it's all going to come down though. I mean, as much as we're going to want to run the ball because we probably have one of the best college running backs in the league. Some people call him the best. I don't think he's the best playing right now. Um, couldn't tell you who is. Christian McCaffrey? Not really. Not really? Uh, Fournette probably, honestly, is the best running back. It's just the Unless problem. you consider Lamar Jackson a running back as well as a quarterback. Well, and I guess this isn't necessarily his fault, but I guess it almost is because you'd expect a running back to be able to get one over on the defense. Everybody expects LSU to run the ball as much as possible. Right. So um, they're going to crowd the box. Yeah. And make Danny Etling beat you, which that's what Auburn did, and look what happened. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. It's it's going to be – it's definitely going to be an interesting game. Uh, as of the time of this recording, LSU is playing their rivals Alabama tomorrow. It's going to be one of the biggest games in college football of the year. Um, I'll disagree. Ooh, who do you think? Do I you think, think Alabama's going to beat the piss out of LSU. No, I think we have a clear shot of doing it, man. I think we have a clear shot. I think there's it. a shot, but I don't think it's a big one. I know. I think it's a big one. I think I think both teams right now have just as many weaknesses as the other and uh, just as many strengths as the other. I, I think, think you can look at the way that Alabama neutralized Leonard Fournette last year. And yeah, made him okay, a year ago. 31 carries. I mean, 31 yards on 19 year carries. Ago. Yeah. Year ago. Alabama hasn't changed in seven years, though. Dallas is six and one in the NFL right now. Last year they like. That's the NFL though. There's a lot of parity in the NFL. College football, not That's so the much. NFL. Nick Saban's going to be a good coach Nick, forever. Nick Saban's going to be a good coach forever. But you said it yourself. They've got a freshman quarterback and. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, trust me, dude. Alabama has changed. Alabama has changed, and LSU offensively, is going, yes, LSU right now is playing harder than they've had to play in so many seasons because they want that. They want their their coach, Coach O, who is a players' coach. They want him to stay. Right, and I feel like that's going to hurt him in the long run. But I don't think it's going to hurt well, him in the long run. He's doing a great job. Also, right dude, now. That dude is caging as hell. Right now, he's doing a great job. He's doing a great and job. And that's his problem is he's caging as hell. That's, this is where he's going to want to come recruit, <laughs> and you cannot recruit down here. Oh, no, you can't recruit down here. Absolutely not. What are you, who are you going to get? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, no, I don't – I honestly – He coached literally 20 miles away from here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's South Lafouche. And yeah. I'm sorry, South Lafouche players – but none of them can play LSU football. And he's going to want to recruit down here. You can't do that. It's just – I really honestly think we have a bigger shot of beating Alabama than you're giving us tomorrow. I really do. And I know I sound like a broken record right now, but 
It's just the odds are in our favor. And maybe it's because I'm a biased Tigers fan. Maybe. That's what I was about to say. You might have the Homer goggles on, but. Yeah, you know. I mean. In Death Valley. Of, 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 of course they have a shot. It's college football. Anything can happen. Any given Saturday. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> um, coining that. God, please don't. Buy a Barstool Coach t-shirt with any given Saturday written on it. <laughs> it's got a picture of me as a Tiger punching Peyton as an elephant. Mm, negative. Coming to the Barstool Coach's shop next week. I'll be like a plantation owner. Rebels. Oh, yeah, you're right. Kind of. Nah, no, you'd be be like one of those Star Wars nerds. Mm, not those kind of rebels. The Empire did nothing wrong. Well, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'd be yes. like it if you were just a contractor working on a new Death Star and you get blown up. God, dude. Kirk's is such a good movie. Anyway. In that, in that guy's defense, in that guy's defense, he lives in a world, he lives in a galaxy with magic space wizards. True. Like, how are you supposed to, how are you supposed to plan for magic space wizards? Especially when there hasn't really been any uh, recording of one in years. Right? God. And like, the only magic space wizard who absolutely exists is the one magic space wizard who killed all the other magic space wizards. <laughs> Do you, you see the picture way. of little Anakin? <laughs> it has the under, no one can kill a Jedi. But in the next panel, in the big, it's always sunny letters, it says Anakin kills all the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Fantastic. And that, that has to do with football in the way that... If... Drew Brees was a Jedi, the Saints would win drastically more Super Bowl. <laughs> Which brings us to the NFL. I want to go back to a thing I've mentioned twice. I wanted to mention this earlier when I was going over the power rankings because it's digging at me. The Cowboys are number two. They right. are six and one. They can't do right. anything about Dak Prescott now. <clears throat> I understand Tony Romo used to be an elite. I understand Tony Romo has potential. Oh, 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 let's pump oh. the brakes. When the fuck was Tony Romo elite? Tony Romo was Please elite. answer. Tony Romo was an elite, like, let's say three seasons ago. No. No? No, Tony, yeah, no, he was. Tony Romo was never elite. He was elite in the fourth quarter. Tony Romo, Tony Romo, Dallas doesn't, Dallas didn't deserve Tony Romo when he was not made of glass. Okay, let's talk, hold on, let's start pumping brakes. Let's, let's okay, we're going to. When the fuck was Tony Romo elite, please? Let's see. When was Tony Romo, when was Tony Romo elite? If Tony Romo's elite, Joe Flacco's elite. Joe Flacco's elite. Joe Flacco. What makes Tony Romo an elite QB? It's NFL.com NFL videos. You can't trust them. <laughs> yeah, it's the NFL. That's basically the onion. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> we have actually now become a sports news rating website. <laughs> you can go to our website. You can type in the name of any. You can type in the name of any single sports reporting website. And there's only the- two options, onion, not onion. <laughs> it's like go- rot- Rotten Onions. That's our new website. No, what you do we is rate you sports to, websites. What you do is you go to Barstool Coach. We're basically shitposting. <laughs> we just basically, we basically shitpost on microphones, you guys. <laughs> oh, man. Tony Romo. Tony Romo was a top 10. Or was a top okay. 10. Okay. Before he was made of glass. This I'll give you. Elite, no. No. Elite is top three. You say you think elite top three? Yes. Okay, no, I'll, I'll, I'll listen at the top five. Elite is right now. Out of 32 guys? Uh-uh. Three. Elite is elite, 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 like three guys. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that. He's, right a mi- now, he's like a minor elite. And right now I can give you the three elites in the NFL. Drew Brees, Drew Brees, Drew Brees. 
Okay, you're one third of the way there. <laughs> Drew Brees, Tom Pay, uh, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan. He's tearing football apart right now. Yeah, this yeah this year he is. I I as a Saints fan, I gotta I gotta give props. I gotta give props to Atlanta because it's not hard to make this division look like a bunch of shit right now because that's what it is. Right. But they're making this division look like they're making and it's this not division, even just the division. They make everyone else look. They're bad. making this division look like TPR. Jesus. For those of you not in this area, that's basically Pop Warner. Oh, man. Yeah. TBR. So we live in Terrebonne Parish. Um, and Terrebonne Parish, TBR is the Terrebonne Parish Recreation. It's where you send your kids to play sports in the summer when you're a normal parent and you got to work. Yeah. I played TPR baseball for like three years. I was never good at it. Me, same here. Yeah, man. I was never good at baseball. The only thing I was ever good at was that one year I played football. <laughs> I played defensive end, and I slammed into dudes twice the size of me. And I played uh, football for seven years, and I was either good or bad, <laughs> or both. Like, like, like you heard it here, folks. I was good. I was good some years. Some years I was bad. But like, the older I got, the worse I got. It was weird. Or the better I got, but the worse I looked. I guess I don't know. Was Peyton a good football player? Vote now when you see. Phones. See, okay, okay. <laughs> I, uh, whenever I was fifteen. Whenever I was twelve, I was six foot three. Let's be real here. But then I turned fifteen. I was getting that's crazy. When taller. I was twelve, I was three foot six. <laughs> Whenever I was twelve, I was like six one. And by the time I was fifteen, I was six three. Doctors told me you still got another five inches. Yeah. And then I took some medicine that stunted your growth, and I even shrunk an inch. <laughs> so, yeah, I was supposed to be like six eight. I uh, I would dominate the floor. I'm Cajun. <laughs> I'm <laughs> on my mom's side. I'm just white. I'm I'm basically I'm basically a Middle Earth dwarf, <laughs> without the cool accent. I'm an above average height white man. Yeah, that's um, about the extent of my ethnicity. Yeah. No, but but back to, back to sport. Back to sports. Yeah. Um. um no, and the Cowboys are six one, and like if they do anything to Dak Prescott, that is pretty much going to be a big. Cowboys don't want to win. Cowboys just want to soothe an ego. Right. And the um, Broncos are number three. Broncos with... Trevor Simeon? Yeah. Like, that guy. How? Uh, defense. Defense, defense, defense. God, man. The man. same way the, uh, the Vikings with Sam Bradford are five and two. Vikings, how are you going to go down to Chicago Bears? How are you going to let the Bears and the Cubs win? Because Smoke and Jay Cutler lit it up. After being... Who was it that yelled earlier in the season about Jay Cutler being the worst quarterback in the uh, NFL ever? Uh, either Michael or Martell has been at one of those two. God, dude. And like Jay Cutler, Jay Cutler is huge. Jay Cutler like looks, Jay Cutler looks like a defensive end. He yeah. just looks like he yeah, is, just he's tall. His, he's tall and just like big. Just piling as much. Man. How does he? How does he throw the ball? How does he move? How does he get uh, that much range of motion to throw a ball? Did you see him a few years ago? No, like before he got diabetes. He has diabetes. Yes, he has type two diabetes. Damn. They have to have like extra sweet Gatorade for him on the sideline. That's amazing. Yeah, I want some extra sweet Gatorade. I do too now. <laughs> but yeah we're gonna go make some extra sweet gatorade yeah uh yeah jay cutler's diabetic they have like all kind of precautions they have to have on for him on the sideline and stuff like that um, that's it. i didn't know that that's cool but he's yeah. huge yeah, yeah like yeah. not fat yeah, like the dude is like the dude is just like a wall of meat <laughs> <laughs> like him and gronk you should just fuse him and gronk in like a dragon ball z style fusion dance <laughs> the dumbest person on the planet <laughs> meet the ball but he like doesn't even throw it. He just spikes it through the Earth's core. I feel like Jay Cutler wrote "Smoking in the Boys' Room." <laughs> I feel like Jay Cutler 
I just I don't know like how why are you that big as a quarterback? Like Drew Drew was buff for a quarterback, <laughs> and Drew was like half the size. Jay Cutler could eat Drew. I feel like Jay Cutler is just at any moment the next time he throws a touchdown pass, he's gonna pull out a Newport and a Zippo. <laughs> Zippo's going to have a picture of Gronk on it. <laughs> My role model. Speaking of Gronk, Gronk is like a giant child, man. Gronk, yeah, he is. Gronk on national television a couple weeks ago told told the press that he had 69 touchdowns, if you know what he means. Oh, yeah. He's like, I got 68 touchdowns, only one more. You know what I mean? <laughs> a giant child. His laugh was amazing. God, and I just... And Madden, like, if I got, I got Nuka Cola, or I didn't, I didn't, but there was Nuka Cola put on the market. For yeah, because our target's 4. a bunch of bitches and didn't have them. The, yeah, and they were put on the market for Fallout Four. And it was actually a thing. Why did Madden come out with Gronk on the cover, and I didn't get Gronktini in a can? What do you think is in a Gronk? I've had this conversation with you on this show before. I don't, don't want to know what's in a Gronktini. I, I want a Gronktini. There's something dirty in Gronk Tini. Anybody? I feel like Gronk dip, dips his balls in him or something. Oh, no. No. <laughs> sweaty Gronk Tini. The Love Cruise where a bunch of cougars showed up. Yeah. God. Uh, that's awesome. That's amazing. Dude, they did. You could look it up. It was just a bunch of cougars. Um, that rules. So, our division is so horrible. So horrible. Like, you got to think. Because, yeah, the the Falcons are amazing. And the Falcons are making everybody look like amateurs right now, which isn't hard in this division, I can guarantee you. But the Panthers look bad. The Panthers just – Cam Newton is just falling apart. Cam Newton is dressing like Batman villains and stuff. Yeah. Like, and then you got – I don't think mentally he was able to handle that uh, Super Bowl loss. No, I think think that broke him, dude. I really think Because he – had a lot of confidence last year, and I think that Super Bowl loss got to him. And then, not, not to mention the loss of Josh Norman. That took a lot away from that defense. That makes that uh, that makes the job of the pass rushers a lot harder because the cornerbacks they have now are really not that good. Yeah, and uh, well, they're young. They they have two rookies on the outside. That's not good in a division with Julio Jones. Um, Julio Jones, who caught. He had 300 yards against the Panthers one game. 300 yards. Yeah. So, um, that's got to be rough on you. Um, oh, yeah. No, and I'm, I'm not going to sit here. I'm not going to sit here and say, like, I'm not going to, like, I'll, I'll rag on him like I rag on every other football player. Um, but I'm not going to sit back and be like, oh, you know, he should suck it up. Because I understand. You got to think, like, he, he worked really, really hard to bring that team to where they were last season. Yeah. And, and then it, it crumbled. And my dad and I were talking about this. Hey, Dad. Um, we were talking about this <laughs> the other day, how – Brady comes back to the Patriots, and suddenly the Patriots are number one in the power rankings for all the weeks straight. They were number one. Garoppolo was their quarterback. Garoppolo, but like no, but like Garoppolo kind of lost his nerve in those in that last game he played, and then and then Peyton come. I mean, Jimmy and then, lost his nerves. He threw three touchdowns and got hurt <laughs> against yeah. the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, he threw Literally three touchdowns. Lost his nerve. And, nerve damage. Okay, dog. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to. I had to make that joke. I I knew when I made. I knew when I said that I was going in for a kill. No. Uh, <laughs> um, no. And then like, Tom Brady comes back. Tom Brady comes back, and that's it. That they've they've lost all the games they're gonna lose. Yeah. Exactly. Like, they know, lost like, the one. They're going fifteen and one and win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like it's impossible now. You're yeah. not stopping the Patriots. The Patriots are, and which which is why which is why we hate them as an organization so much, right? Because you got to think Belichick is the best coach. And I've, I said this exactly this exact thing to my dad the other day. Belichick is the best coach in the NFL ever to have played the game. Coached. 
Played the no, he's he's a player too in his own right. He never played in the NFL. No, but he's he's a player too in his own right. Okay, he, he's playing. Of course, he, he's a player with that hairpiece. He's like a chess player, and he's still gonna cheat. How are you gonna be? It, it's like if Nick Saban was like he doesn't have to cheat. It's like if Nick be real here, but no, no, he cheat though. Like you, you, you love him because they're fun to watch and because it, but you love to hate him because they cheat. I don't believe the whole deflate deflate gate deflation thing. No, nah, Deflategate actually. Deflategate actually. I think. It, I think that's one of those things that every quarterback was doing. They just had to get the Patriots for something. And no offense to Indianapolis, but New England was going to win that game. What was? Well, it? yeah. They were like the Patriots were like what four touchdowns up the whole game. It, yeah, and PSI doesn't matter. At that <laughs> yeah, no, at that point, it's just, that point um, just stop the dude carrying the ball. But yeah. no, and which so, it was Gronk. So yeah, <laughs> no, you don't stop Gronk. No smurf on the Colts defense is going to do that <laughs> shit, man. But, Colts don't have a defensive player to tackle Grant. <laughs> but, like, Tom Brady comes back, and they've lost all the games they're going to lose. Yeah, pretty and, much. Unless he loses, like, Bennett and Gronk for some reason. Oh, yeah. I don't think he will, though. I don't think he's going to lose Gronk. I think Gronk, Gronk at this point is, like, soul-bound to Tom Brady. No, but I mean, like, injury. I don't – if, like, Bennett – He's he's missed a few games this season already. He's been injured. No, he wasn't. They they tra- they were charging him. Okay, yeah. <laughs> he was hibernating. He was hibernating. The big polar bear. Like a God. <laughs> they had to put him in his God. charging unit. Keep him there. <laughs> They'll tell you it was injury, but I know better. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> my new slogan. You can get a you can get a barstool coach's shirt with a you picture here, folks. With a picture of me. And it says, you heard it here, folks. It'll be in the Barstool Coach's shop. My cousin has some work to do <laughs> with these shirts. Promising people all these shirts. People, You know, there's going to be that one guy who's like, where's my shirt? <laughs> hmm. Oh, great. Nobody's purchased anything yet. Nobody so. has purchased anything else. Um, no, nah, and it's just football. <laughs> but but back to back to my original point. The, uh, the NFC South is ass. Yeah, it's ass. And <laughs> at the beginning of the season, when we lost that third game, when we lost in week three, um, just a devastating loss to the Falcons, as we all remember. That was it. Like they were like, no team has ever gone zero and three at the beginning and then gone to the playoffs. But our division is so ass right now. We may stand a chance uh, if if somehow or another our defense can get it together. I mean, technically, even the Browns aren't counted out yet. Right. No, I mean it's too early to count anybody out except for yeah. us. No, I'm kidding. Um, except for the Browns. Except for the, yeah, except for the Browns. God, Cleveland is, yo, Cleveland, you, you guys may have won the NBA last, and that's great. But but show team trash. But, like, it just blows my mind that we, we actually have the potential, and we've picked it up. We really have. We won against the Seahawks, which was a great, great game. Dude, the great, that was a great game because it showed that the Saints are not necessarily trash. We just had work to do. Our defense mm-hmm. legitimately stepped it up that game. I understand that Russell Wilson was banged up, but he was looking better than he looked in the past, like, four weeks. Hey, hey, hey. You realize the Seahawks' offense is fucking horrible. Hey, <laughs> Russell Wilson is beat the shit up. Sherman. Because his offensive line is potatoes with turnstiles for arms. But no, no. <laughs> their offense their offense is not that bad. Oh god, it is. It's, it's bad, but it's not horrible. But like no, but our defense looked our defense looked fine against them. And it's not even just because they're bad. Our defense was just making good calls. And it was just a, and it was a really rough game. It was a really rough game and we it went to the last second and it was a good game. 
And it just really, really boded well for us, I think. Like, we, this week... Instead of that game, I'll watch the Colts play the Chiefs, and they gave Alex Smith two concussions and still couldn't win. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. So. Yeah, thanks, Alex Smith. Now I have to use derpy Aaron Rodgers. Have to? <laughs> You were playing Aaron. Yeah, you were play. playing Alex Smith before him. No, I only played Alex Smith and Aaron Rodgers by week, and Alex Smith okay. got Alex Smith actually got a good amount of score, a good amount of points that week. I forgot who he played, but um, probably the that might have been the Raiders game. Yeah, it was. It was the Raiders game. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Okay. Fact check me. But uh, Aaron Rodgers, dude. Aaron Rodgers. Eh. This he, season, he's had a weak season. This but season, is this, just, pa- this past game against the Falcons, he looked like uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he looked like. Well, he, that's the thing is, he looked like Aaron Rodgers, yeah. and he needed to look better than Aaron Rodgers. That's sad. He's he's Andrew Lucking right now. Yeah, he is. He's I having to put the whole team on his shoulders. God, can we can we talk about this? Can we? Okay, there's like two like serious MVP candidates. Well, semi serious. Where if their teams had winning records. They would be MVP candidates. Drew Brees and Drew Brees. No, he's actually a, like a legitimate MVP candidate, if you ask me. Drew Brees. Like, uh, like yeah, yeah. Reg- everyone because everyone knows the Saints are generally trash. They all they're always like, okay, well, Brees is gonna throw for fifty five hundred yards anyway. So fifty five hundred fifty five hundred yards. So so Brees is always an MVP candidate because he throws so many goddamn yards and touchdowns. But okay, can't put it in the end zone. Andrew Luck, if the Colts have a winning record as a serious MVP candidate, he's throw he's putting up insane numbers. And this one might come to a shock. Matthew Stafford. 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 The amount of yards and touchdowns he has, especially without Calvin Johnson, is insane. And the way he's running that offense. Like Stafford. It's amazing to watch that Lions offense because Stafford is insanely good and the rest of the team is just utter gutter trash. Detroit has one good sports team, and we're watching them right now play against Winnipeg. They're beating Winnipeg by one. Yeah, because they're the Detroit Red Wings, and they're going to... Look, from like the 19 Detroit Red Wings games I've ever watched in my whole life, maybe... <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna be up by one until the other team scores one, and then like the last five minutes of the third, they're gonna score like three goals. So like the Cubs, yeah, kind of like the Cubs. Hey, we're up four one, four, four runs. Now it's tied. Now we win. Suck it. <laughs> oh no. But, oh, oh, rain delay. Guess what? We're winning. Womp womp. <laughs> I waited eleven minutes, but uh, <laughs> no, like. Matthew Stafford. I no, I can see it though. His numbers are insane though, and like his completion percentage is insane, and he has no one to throw to. No one to throw to. Well, okay, Marvin Jones is pretty good. Golden Tate's pretty fucking good. Yeah, but it's not like any of them are Calvin Johnson. Golden Tate. uh, Oh, who was he played for a few years ago? Was it the Raiders? Was it the Raiders? Seahawks. Golden Golden Tate. Yeah, before the Seahawks. Notre Dame. You sure? He got drafted by the Seahawks. (laughs) Might not be Golden Tate. I'm thinking of then. No, because I could have sworn he played for Golden Tate, my favorite cereal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, he did play for the Seahawks before. I don't know. No, no. You know who doesn't? Okay, never mind. No, I know who I was thinking of. Who are you thinking of? Uh, oh fuck, I can't remember his name. I know, but I know it's a different guy now. I forgot. Percy Harvin? No. I'm going to start jawing off the first receiver's name until we eventually <laughs> hit it. We are going to now list everyone to have ever played football. <laughs> Starting, of course, with my lord and savior, Brett Favre. 
Oh, God. Brett Favre. I knew Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. <laughs> all praise. Uh, He's just having fun out there. He's like a kid in the back Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Oh, God. Hey, this is a quality show we're doing. John Madden impressions. <laughs> Can Tell get, your friends. Can we get, can we get uh, what's his name? Smash that like button. What's his name? The comedian. Oh, uh, who knows? Both of our ESPNs are going Damn off. It. Yep. Joaquin Noah. Yep. You're welcome, Noah. <sighs> so, um, <laughs> the Knicks have the best team from three years ago. It is now time for bold predictions. We're doing bold predict. What are we bold predicting? We're going to bold predict next season. Next. We have half a season left. It's going to be a Super Bowl. Yeah, there's going to be a Super Bowl. Yeah. Next season, it's going to be a Super Bowl. Where is the Super Bowl this season? Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. I think the Vikings are going to play at home. Uh, Negative. Ghost Rider. Uh, dude, <laughs> the Vikings look amazing right now. Yeah, but Sam Bradford's not going to lead a team to a Super Bowl. Uh, it, no, Sam Bradford won't, but that Vikings defense will. Yeah, touche. <laughs> if the Broncos defense can keep them at number three in the whole league right now, the Minnesota Vikings defense. Touche. Come on now. Hmm. What? Are you waiting on me now for some kind of bold prediction? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> fucking Raiders Falcons Super Bowl. Raiders. <laughs> Dude, if it happens, if it happens, I will pay you $5. <laughs> I will. Re- we will do a show, and on this show, I will pay you five dollars. So I have kind of an interesting. Okay, they they had this guy on a uh, local New Orleans ESPN, dude, who did the uh, the three to five hours, um, and he was. I was at work. I was listening to the radio at work, and he was doing his show, and he was like, "Give me some, uh, give me some bold predictions out there." I this was like two weeks into the season, right? And the Panthers are still undefeated, so I text a uh, tweet at him. And say, the Panthers will go to the Super Bowl this season. And he comes at me, and he was like, and on the radio says, uh, he he does my Twitter handle, and on the radio says, if the Panthers make it to the Super Bowl, I will go to Nichols and buy you lunch. Yeah. There's no way in hell that defense can bring a team to a Super Bowl, especially when Cam Newton has no receivers. And I was like. You got it. <laughs> Did he ever buy you lunch? No. Oh, what he, a- his show got canceled. I don't think he ha- felt any obligation to buy me lunch after his show got canceled. <laughs> Sad. Yeah. You know what? What? That's okay. Yeah. Um. See what else is going on in football right now? What? Else, what big? What big is going on? In football? What big? Um. I think we covered all the big. I mean, football. Other than that, is just a, the NFL the no? They're in the no fun league right now. Is the shit show? Yeah. Um. I'm- yeah, it's been pretty rough. There's been some stupid penalties. Uh, Earl Thomas hugging a ref got a penalty. Odell, um, Odell got all feelings hurt and stuff. His his net antics were on point though. His net antics, <laughs> that poor net. <laughs> he married. He proposed to the net. <laughs> <laughs> They're living happily ever after. <laughs> it's not even fun anymore. Um, um, I was listening. I want to say. I want to say it was today on an, on an ESPN radio. I could have been wrong, but they were talking about uh, the no contact rule, mm-hmm. and Richard Sherman saying that it should go both ways. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to propose also that roughing the passer goes both ways. 
The pass rougher gets a flag for roughing the passer. The passer gets a flag for having a shitty O-line and letting a defender get through. Have fun, Indianapolis, Seattle. <laughs> Saints. Uh, Minnesota. Eh. Okay, you say the Saints' offensive line is trash. Actually, no, Drew Brees is the, less, is the least pressured quarterback in the NFL right, right. now. Well, it's because he dances. The dude's like salsa dancing in the backyard. Like, okay, but pressures is like any, any. No, I know. Yeah, and so it, Breeze is the least pressured quarterback in the NFL. I'm not saying that our I'm not saying that our O line is trash. What I am saying, what I am saying is that our O line for some reason just cannot keep defenders away from Drew. Right. So he'll throw it away a lot, but like, and, and I think I think what it is is that Drew, because of our defense, Drew ends up having to pass a lot more than a lot of quarterbacks do. Right. So Drew is in this interesting, interesting place where, like, he honestly just has to outthrow the other team. He's just got to do it quicker than the other team does. But that, that's just an interesting stat to me, considering it literally takes Tom Brady 1.2 seconds to get the ball out of his hand. Dude, right? God. So how bad is their line that? Huh? I said Brady. <laughs> how bad is their line, considering he has more pressures than Drew Brees? <laughs> I don't even know, man. It takes him a second. I don't even understand the Patriots. It's even... It's just a Patriots quarterback. Garoppolo did the same fucking thing. I don't know. Which which god cares the most about football? Is it Quetzalcoatl? Let's just say Quetzalcoatl, because there's very little actual information about him. I think the Patriots sacrificed Aaron Hernandez to Quetzalcoatl. (laughs) Just plain and evidence? Oh, no, no, no. You know what I think it is? I think Aaron Aaron Hernandez killed that guy. And it wasn't, it wasn't that he killed that guy. It was, it was their sacrifice to Quetzalcoatl. I have a theory. Yeah, what's that? I have a theory. I want to hear it. Bill Belichick was watching both him and Gronk on the field at the same time, and he was like, "I can't pay both of them, and I don't want anyone else to have one of them. So I'm gonna frame Aaron Hernandez for murder. It's perfect." <laughs> And Tom Brady, Tom Brady's on the sideline. Like you said, I'd get some cheese. I'd see Edelman like in the street setting up everything in a black mask. This conspiracy theory brought to you by Kraft Cheese. Kraft Cheese singles. Put them on your sandwiches. Put them on your hot dogs. Put them on your football players. That's really fucked up. With the owner of I that was, that was yeah that was the joke. What are you gonna do with the with Jerry Jones? Who, who knows? This is brought to you by. But some oil field company that Jerry Jones owns. Go. All of them. <laughs> the Panama Papers, Jerry Jones. You should have seen that coming. <laughs> I think Belichick said Hernandez. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> if I can't have him, nobody can. <laughs> Except for it's someone. the perfect crime. No one would ever suspect. <laughs> no one would ever suspect Bill Belichick of killing a man. Except for anyone who's ever seen Bill Belichick. <laughs> Most of America. <laughs> this is gonna fall Aaron, into like FBI Aaron, hands, and they're gonna. They're Aaron, gonna co- Aaron, you just got traded. Where Tallahassee State Penitentiary? <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, he's enjoying his new job, making license plates for the state. Okay, <laughs> for the rest of his life. Jeez, I'm changing our cover photo on Facebook to the picture of Richard Sherman in uh, <laughs> wizard gear. Please. <laughs> oh God! Happening live. All so right. yeah. Belichick, we have we talked sports, we have a conspiracy theory. <laughs> <laughs> this is a way different kind of podcast than we thought. <laughs> we have a dog that's petting me. Oh, that's good. Um, 
And the rest of our division is just Jameis Winston sitting around going, I'm just glad to be included. <laughs> I'm going to go to ball. That's right. another, another quarterback we could talk about. Fucking Mariota. Marcus Mariota. He's balling out in Tennessee of all places where he has no receivers, where he has an okay offensive line, where he has no defense. And Mariota's balling out. He's a game out of first place in that division. It's the perfect crime. And, yes, I say he. The Tennessee Marcus Mariotas are a game out. Because he is the only player worth a shit on that team, not named DeMarco Murray or Derek Henry. <laughs> God. And I just... Yeah, I said it. Uh, uh, it was me. Take your hot takes as you want them. Marcus the Tennessee Marcus Mariotas are going to win the AFC South. Marcus Mariota is from Hawaii. He is. Where did all these Hawaiians learn how to play football? That's pretty impressive. They're all Samoan. They just yeah. managed to gar- grab the skinny one and teach him how to throw a ball. Jeez. That is that is racist. <laughs> What you want me to tell you? Yeah, I know you're right. <laughs> Look at fucking Ray Mahuluga. Star Latulale. Exactly. <laughs> dude is, that dude is insane. Yeah, he is. That dude, I don't know how. <laughs> and meanwhile, we're still trying to find out where Haha Clinton Dix is actually from. <laughs> he was hatched. God. Hey, you shut up. Um... Is, dude. See, okay, you have all these Samoans that are insane in the NFL. Why is the University of Hawaii so trash at football? Dude, I don't know. Um, Because <laughs> Obama went there. Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. We could have had another great contender in the world of college football. Did Obama go to the University of Hawaii? I don't know. <laughs> we can figure this out. I have the internet. We need to make a shirt with my cousin Britt's face on it that just says, we can find it. <laughs> No, he he went to Occidental College, and then he went to Columbia College so of Columbia went, University, so he and he went also to a, went to Harvard. He went to they dental, taught at Harvard dental school. No, no, not ortho, ortho, He went to Occidental. Okay, so OxyClean Dental Occidental school. College is in is that the same Angeles, place? California. Uh, it's a liberal arts college. Is that the same Billy Mays went to? Billy Mays here. All right, who would Billy Mays have played football for? Let's go. Wait, what? Who would Billy Mays have played football for? Uh, not Belichick. <laughs> I don't know. Seems like a match made in heaven. I don't know. <laughs> he seems a little too hyped. Cocaine. <laughs> True. Billy Mays. Billy Mays would play for the Dolphins if we're going to go the cocaine route. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Mays here. Can you imagine him playing for the Dolphins? He walks up to the line. He's playing quarterback. He's like, Billy Mays here. <laughs> <laughs> That's all his play calls. I have a new product to show you. It's called a touchdown. <laughs> I'm going to put it right into the end zone. <laughs> you just take this, you dip it down, and watch it go. <laughs> um, did you see that college humor video of uh, the slap trap guy in prison? I did. It was Thomas Middle Ditch, and it was amazing. He, he played the slap trap guy so well. <laughs> Look, you stab him once, and boom, you got a hole. You stab him <laughs> twice, boom, he's dead. <laughs> it's the uh, it's the Aaron Hernandez school of uh. <laughs> The slap chop. How many how, how many low hanging fruit jokes can we make about sports? Oh, let's see. I don't know. Andrew Luck's got a big head. He really doesn't. He's just balding. <laughs> I'm balding. So is he. Peyton had a five head. Yeah. There's something about Colts <laughs> quarterbacks with just bad head and hair shapes. Andrew Luck is 26 year old and balding, but I'd be that stressed too if I played for the Colts. <laughs> Why is my barber fucking son? <laughs> Help my mom give birth to me. <laughs> God. <laughs> Jeez. And they're 
over. Oh, man. Man, that joke. There goes that joke. <laughs> you start it off, then I finish it quick. <laughs> oh. Peyton wins all the future wars, too. Peyton, Peyton does not let the battle be won. Peyton lets the war be won. <laughs> and done. Um, you may have won the battle, but I won the war three battles ago. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Oh, that's all I've got. Um. Yeah, me too. Yeah? Yeah. Well, this episode of Barstool Coaches brought to you by Richard Sherman for being the <laughs> wizard we all love and adore. Also brought to you by BarstoolCoaches.com. Go visit the website because Barstool Coaches is Barstool Coaches. Barstool Coaches. Um, also, don't forget the Barstool Coaches shop. You can get that that shirt of me saying you heard it here folks i want to i want to test something out for a few episodes what's that instead of doing music in front of the episode i want to do like famous hilarious quotes from coaches and press conferences oh that'd be amazing like like playoffs and uh you know if you want to crown them then crown them i just i just want to find that quote of of jake delhomme i think i've told this story before and this is a fun closing story for me to tell jake delhomme when he was the uh quarterback of the saints they were testing out. They were either testing out or like the the in helmet technology had changed, and they put microphones in the helmets, and you could hear the play calls. And this was like one of the first times they broadcasted on, or they broadcast Jake Delhomme on TV. And I'll never forget because I was watching it, and my my friend's dad was watching the game. It was on the TV, and it was one of the first times I'd ever like sat down and curiously watched a football game because like my dad always my dad my dad watched football, but I never really I was always playing video games in like the other room because my dad liked his his quiet so we'd stay in like other rooms unless we were all hanging out um but i'll never forget they were like let's go over to let's go over to jake delum's helmet mic and see what see what's going on and he was walking off the field passing by brian erlacher and they cut over to it, and on live television, he goes, Hey, Erlacher, bear down on this dick. <laughs> <laughs> then they cut it off immediately. <laughs> I will never forget that. I will never, ever forget that. And I've never been able to find a clip of it. And if, I could, if anybody could ever find it and send it to me, I will just, like, hug you forever. <laughs> I do remember uh, watching uh, the Colts-Broncos playoff game, divisional round, I think, in 2014. Um uh, Colts are on like the two yard line. Andrew Luck hands it off to Boom Heron up the middle. Uh, Boom Heron scores a touchdown. And he's in the back of the end zone, and they go to a close up cam in the back of the end zone. And Andrew Luck runs up to Boom Heron and goes, "Yeah, that's how you fucking do it." <laughs> I was just like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> God. Or no, he was like, "That's what I'm fucking talking about." I was like, "Okay, Andrew Luck." Uh, I love all the bad lip readings. I love all the bad lip readings where you can cl- you can clearly tell that they're cursing. Yeah, but, but he does such a good job of making it seem like it's something else. My favorite bad lip reading, r- r- bad lip reading is still like the not sports related one. Rocking, rocking, and rolling <laughs> down to the beach. I'm strolling. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, seagulls <clears throat> stopping. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. I don't know. You're a little pitchy. Don't go to sleep. So, <laughs> anyway, anyone who hasn't seen that video, we recommend you go look it up. Just look up Yoda singing, and you'll find it. That's that's really all you need. That's amazing. 
but yeah so this is it for this episode we probably be back soon yeah well we'll be back very soon i'm gonna do another next week see you next week okay yeah